0: What's going on, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm your host, Adam Martin, more commonly known as the No Breakfast Guy, and I hope you're doing what you love with the people that you love, and let's just jump straight into it. You've clicked the podcast. You know what the title is, The Starter Pack for Not Feeling Shitty Every Day. I kind of I had um, this idea in an email, say, about a week or two ago um, when I was writing it to my email base, and um, I had a lot of positive feedback coming from it, saying, Adam, I adopted one or two of these things, or I've done that in the past, and yes, it certainly made me feel better. And so I thought with a really positive response like that, let's just um, formulate uh, these, what have I got, Uh, six different dot points uh, into a podcast, explain them in a little bit more detail there, so there's something there for people to... I guess just bring bring yourself back to if you're waking up every day and you're feeling tired, fatigued, unmotivated, you know, you, you find it difficult to go on that run or get to the gym or follow the dietary plan or whatever it might be, if you're feeling shitty every day or some version of shitty, whatever that might be for you, um, then I think these six points, whether you adopt them all or you adopt some of them or you adopt, you know, I guess a portion of them that you know that might be better for me at this time and those I'll worry about in another time and kind of start integrating some of these points uh, into your life I think that um, you will start to feel better uh, each day not only anxiety wise depression wise but also energy wise and that want to actually take action that want to you know feel better do better be better uh, within your life and so as I said Let's just get started. Let's hit these six dot points. Uh, I hope to keep this as a nice short one for you that you can uh, get in, hear some dot points, and then take some action. And that's, I guess that's what my ultimate goal is with any of my podcasts that I have, is that I want to obviously present some information, but I want to present it in a way that right away, or at the very least tomorrow, you can action some of it. It's not something that you, know, you have to plan and do too much to that, you know, in months time, you can then start taking action, you know, the end of the day, taking action is what matters most. And so if I can get you to get off that merry-go-round of just feeling crappy and not wanting to do much and get you moving forward in some way, shape or form that it makes you feel better, then let's do it. So again, not really a ladder of importance, like the point number one I'm going to make here isn't the most important and number six isn't the least important. I think that all of these six um, done in any way, shape, or form will always make you feel better. So let's start with number one. Minimize or eliminate all social media. Or at the very least, unfollow all people and accounts that make you feel shitty or take energy away from you. I, I, I made a huge shift. Um, when was it? Uh, October, I think it was last year, when I quit all social media. I stopped posting, I stopped consuming, and to be fair, I wasn't consuming a whole lot of social media, um, especially in and around Instagram. Um, I I got off Facebook years ago. I haven't been inside Facebook at all um, for years now, so that's certainly not something that's been of too much of mine, but with regards to Instagram, while I wasn't consuming a whole lot, just being inside it and obviously detailing and documenting my uh, life as detailed as I was... Getting away from that and then getting away from all other social media platforms as well was just one of the best moves I've ever had. It just I'm not someone who has a whole lot of anxiety or have issues with depression or mental health um, issues at all. However, I just felt so mentally lifted, if that's a word I can use, by getting off them. I just wasn't always reaching for my phone, wasn't thinking about, Oh, should I take the photo of this so I can post it to Instagram? Or how about this? Oh, no, let's do that again. All of those different things that we think about when we're posting or consuming within um, the social media kind of world, I got rid of all of that. And while I've come back a little bit, I'm nowhere near... um, inside social media as much as I was. my I mean, I was probably doing three or four hours a day. Now, obviously, it's part of my business and part of my work back then. And so three or four hours a day might seem like an uh, a lot to you. Um, however, I would say that the average person is consuming at least a couple of hours a day uh, with inside social media. So Considering it was my job, and you know, I used it as a very big gateway to obviously present information to help people within there, and that was obviously a funnel for people to get inside my world and inside my content, and maybe reach out if they needed some help. Um, I don't think my my consumption or my time within that was actually that much different to what the general public might be. That said, I can say that I'm probably in there thirty to forty minutes at most um, per day these days. So I've drastically reduced that and. For me as well, I've started just unfollowing accounts and people that I just don't want to see in my feed anymore. It's just not, again, if you're someone who, I can sit here all I like and say, stop comparing yourself to others and da-da-da, but it's human nature. At the end of the day, we're always going to compare our journey to other people's journeys, but I want you to be comparing them against people or, I guess, putting yourself in front of people that make you feel better. I don't want people to make you feel less or you compare yourself to you know, a multi-billionaire and you go, oh, I feel so bad that I'm not as successful as that person. Or if it's in the fitness realm, comparing yourself to someone whose job is it is to take perfectly curated photos to be able to post up on there. It's their profession, it's their job. Don't compare yourself, your journey, your body to someone who it's their job to look like that. Go and find out. Um, accounts or follow accounts or be around people or accounts that are maybe everyday mums or everyday people that are there trying to live their best life while trying to navigate the rest of the world around them. And then also understand that even if that is someone that is a much more positive person for you to follow, they're still probably only going to be posting the highlights. They're not going to be showing you those highlights that they go through. You're not abnormal if you're not doing your best life every day, achieving ultimate goals every single day. It's just not how the world works. And while it is presented on social media that way, it's just not the case. We all have shitty days. We all feel down at times. We all feel like, you know what? I cannot be bothered doing anything. I'm going to sit on the couch and do nothing today. Everyone has those days. And so I want you to, again, really start to minimize or go cold turkey and eliminate it altogether But at the very least, just unfollow those people that make you feel lesser or take energy away from you. And I promise you that you'll start feeling better instantly from day one by just doing that um, as it is. You can sit there and nod, yeah, yeah, I should be doing that. I should be doing that. Do it. Don't just nod your head. Do it. Get it off your um, phone completely. Don't just like, I just won't go into it now. Delete it off your phone or make it that you can only consume it if you're on a desktop computer, because it's gonna be less likely that you're gonna be on a desktop computer, so you're gonna be forced to not consume as much by only doing it on a desktop computer. There's multiple ways around it, but whatever you do, just start minimizing or getting rid of it altogether, or at the very least, unfollow those people or accounts that make you feel less or take energy away from you. Number two, while there's nothing magic about 10,000 steps, the message that you should take from it is to stop sitting all day and get up and move more. So, yeah, obviously I speak about it. Everyone speaks about it. You know, getting in 10,000 steps a day. I think that, I mean, it's a good message. Um, Obviously, um, getting moving more and that's where I'm going to be directing this point to. But I don't care if you do 8,000 steps a day, 42,000 steps a day. I just want it to be more than what you're currently doing. So I just get a tracker on Do nothing different for a week or two just to get a baseline of where is your average actually at before you start making some inroads to make some effort to increase that. And you might come back and go, oh, my average every day is 3,500 steps. Well, asking you to do 10,000 steps a day is probably a bit much straight off the bat. But if you're averaging 3,500 steps and all of a sudden in a week or two time when you start putting some effort in, you're averaging 5,000 steps, that's an extra 1,500 steps every day that you weren't doing. That's a great positive. And then two weeks from there, you might be up to five and a half, six thousand steps. And then a couple of weeks from there, it's seven and a half, eight thousand steps. And then you just gradually get those steps up. But the main point and the main message I'm trying to get um, people to take from this step number two and how you'll start feeling better every day and not feel so shitty is just getting outside and moving more. Okay, I don't care if it's an intentional walk where you go, you know what, I'm at work. It's now my lunch break, I'm going to get outside and go for a walk and eat my sandwich while I'm out having a walk. Or you do a walk before work or after work, walking the dogs, walking with the kids, whatever it might be. If it's intentional or if it's just unintentional and moving more, getting out more. The number one thing I want you to do though is do it outside. The more time you can spend outside, whether it's cold, wet, rainy, sunshine, whatever the weather is, just prepare for it, wear the appropriate clothing for it, but get outside more. Especially over the last couple of years, we've all been spending more time inside, obviously working from home. Even those little incidental things that we might have done in the office just aren't getting done now at home. So I want you to really make an effort that if you are now continuing to work from home or it's more of your life now to really make an effort to get those steps up and to get more of those steps done outside because we need that vitamin D from the sun. We need that fresh air from being outside. Get out, get moving, and again... It'll be something that will help you not feel so shitty every day. Just the fact that you're getting outside, moving more, and the body is moving more. Number three, you can tell me all you like that you need caffeine in your life and you can't begin your day without a coffee, but I'm telling you, you're wrong. Reduce or eliminate all caffeine and I promise you that you'll feel better for it. Again, I know I'm biased with this because I've just never had coffee in my life and that was just by choice And it's also a bet that I've got going with my mum because she bet me that uh, I would have uh, coffee before the age of 50. And I said, well, I'll put 50 bucks on it that I won't. And I'm a really stubborn little shit that once I've got a bet going that I want to win that bet. So there's that. But at the end of the day, people sit there and tell me that they rely on coffee. Now, if you enjoy a coffee, you love the flavor of the coffee and you love the little buzz that you get from coffee, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're saying to me, you need caffeine in your life, I'm telling you that you are now addicted to that substance and that substance you are allowing to control how you feel. I promise you that if you start reducing that, and when I say, if you're having one or two cups of coffee a day, no problems at all. But if you're having three, four, five, six cups of coffee a day, and you're relying on that coffee just to keep you buzzing along, one, if you start implementing all of these other things I'm talking about today, you'll start feeling better already. And so that will just help you um, just feel better in general, have more energy in general, and you won't need as much caffeine just via proxy of doing these other things. But that caffeine is a drug like any other drug that your body needs more and more of it as you have more and more of it to be able to get that same response. And anyone can probably relate that if you have gone a period of time without having coffee, caffeine, coffee or caffeine in your life, and then you come back and have a coffee, you get much more of a buzz from it. Our body has receptors in it that start to be dulled down the more we have it, the more we get used to it. And so I really put a, a, a challenge to you that, at the very least, as I said, reduce the amount of coffee you're having and keep those coffees to before kind of lunchtime because there is a half-life of caffeine that is quite long that that is definitely affecting your sleep if you're having an afternoon or especially an evening uh, coffee in any way, shape or form. So at least keep the coffee in the start of your day and minimize, or if you can, reduce it and eliminate it altogether. And while it'll be a shitty um, period to begin with, you will feel worse for a couple of weeks while you're going through it. But I promise you, I've seen it happen time and time again with clients I've worked with When they've reduced their caffeine, they feel better. They're not as anxious. They sleep better. They just have an overall better feeling every day. What's the worst that could happen? Give this a try for a month. And if you tell me that you're not better off for having less caffeine in your life, then go back and have more coffee again. But I promise you, you'll feel better. But you need to give it some time because those first couple of weeks as you start coming off your high level of caffeine and start reducing it, you are going to feel worse for it, but I need you to stick with it, and I promise you that you'll feel better for it, all right? Number four, one thing I've been doing much more of myself is swimming, and in particular, swimming in the open water, um, and I've never felt better for it. Now, I'm not suggesting you need to swim in the open water, but I'm recommending that you get more sun exposure and soak up that amazing vitamin D and spend more time in nature whether you go out to the mountains, the forests, oceans, rivers, it doesn't matter. Just make sure you get outside and away from those air-conditioned-slash-heating-unnatural indoor environments that most of us are spending a lot more time in these days. As I said, I've been in open water swimming much more because I've been doing a lot more surfing, and when I say surfing, I'm doing body surfing. It's been something that I have loved finding. Um, I was always a boogie boarder, body boarder, however you want to call it, and um, But about a year and a bit ago when we moved, a year and a half ago when we moved over here to Perth, I was out surfing on my boogie board and I saw these guys doing body surfing and I'm like, that looks cool. And that's like nothing I've ever kind of done before. And when I've caught waves by body surfing before, it looked very different to what they were doing. They were actually surfing across waves just with their body. And I'm like, that looks really cool. So I introduced myself, said, hey, I'm a boogie boarder. Like, what are you guys doing? I've never seen people actually surf a wave on on their bodies kind of thing. And I've now gotten into it, and I love bodyboarding, and I love ocean water swimming while I'm out there and kind of surfing around and whatnot. It's just the act of being in nature and being outdoors. And um, I'm recording this at 6 a.m. on a Friday morning, and there's a big swell coming through today. And I am chomping at the bit to get into the water. I cannot wait. i got to wait for sunlight because i got to take my scooter, and it's awfully dangerous on the freeway with my scooter. And so I need sunlight, so I'm not going to get run off the road. Um So the swell should be coming in at around 6.30 anyway, and should be hanging around until about lunchtime. So I'm going to hopefully be in the water for four or five hours, and just the thought of being in the water again just gets me all tingly, and I can't wait. But again, if the open water isn't for you, go to a local park, get into some forests, go along a, a, a river, whatever it is, but get into that nature. There's something about just being grounded again, and I don't want to get too airy about it all, but getting in amongst nature and away from the concrete jungles and you know so many major cities have you know forests or mountains or walking tracks that are very close to those centers of the city. And you can feel, even though it might only be a 10 or 15-minute drive to get to, you can feel like you're completely removed from the city itself. And so find some walking trails around you. Head to some rivers. Go to the ocean if you're you're near the ocean. Get into some swimming or walking along the beach with your, your feet in the water. But just get outdoors. Get in nature. Get that sunshine. Vitamin D. I said it in number two when I was saying get more steps in. Being outdoors. But be outdoors amongst nature. I think there's something really powerful to it all and again, I even if it's a shitty surf day, it's that age-old saying, I think it came from um, golf or fishing, you know, the, the worst day fishing is better than the best day working. Now, I love what I do in my job but I never have bad days when I'm out in the water. I always feel good. I come back rejuvenated, even though I'm absolutely exhausted from, you know, maybe three or four or four, five hours worth of swimming and surfing in the water. But I always feel better for it, for being outdoors, being amongst nature. So it's a big one. I really want to push you all to, as I said, spend more time in nature and surround yourself with, as I said, nature itself, whatever is close to you that you can make happen. All right. All right. Number five, it goes without saying that adding more intentional exercise into your life uh, is a good thing. Uh, Whether you start with walking and progress to something more vigorous over time, or you decide to hit the CrossFit gym, pump class, Pilates, or anything you find enjoyable, the side note to that is, don't tell me you don't like exercise, Um, as you sound like a five-year-old at the end of the day who doesn't like their vegetables. Vegetables are good for you, and so is exercise, and get more of them both in your life, okay? So there's two points in there, eat more vegetables, but... Get more exercise into your life. Stop telling me, stop telling yourself that I just don't like exercise. I get it. It's not fun to do when you're new to it and something is completely foreign to you. But we all know that the better we get at something, the more we enjoy it. And so find something that you enjoy more than you enjoy other things. You may hate running. You never want to run in your life. Cool. What's something you hate a little less than running? Maybe it's tennis, maybe it's the gym, maybe it's a pump class, maybe it's swimming. You might dislike all of them, but I can I can guarantee you if I put a gun to your head and say, what's the thing you hate the least? There'll be something that you go, well, I hate running and I hate the gym, but I don't mind Pilates. Then go and do more Pilates. Whatever that might be for you, find something that you can tolerate in the beginning if you're going to tell me you hate all exercise, But I can guarantee you there's got to be something that you can think of that you enjoy doing that you would look forward to doing or at the very least that if you got better at, you could start enjoying it. You just got to exercise. There's no two ways around it. And I'm not saying you need to be vomiting, sweating, heart rate going at a million miles an hour to have benefit from exercise. I don't care what it is. Just do something. Get something that gets you moving. Something that does raise your heart rate slightly. Again, I've, I've been watching uh, a lot more of Jordan Syatt's um, content of late and he's talking a lot more about that zone two cardiovascular um, workouts that he's doing, which is very low level um, walking slash running where his heart rate stays in a very low um, state and that there's huge benefits to it. There's nothing difficult about being in zone two. It's meant to be easy, and it's meant to be something that you could um, easily have a conversation with someone along to. But there's huge benefits to it, both to your health and your well-being, but also your cardiovascular, cardiovascular, cardiovascular fitness as well. And so you can get huge benefits from even easy, I say in quote easy exercise. And so don't think and you know you see social media accounts where you know sweat is pain leaving the body. All these garbage quotes and sayings. It's just full of shit. Don't be afraid to raise your heart rate a little, challenge yourself a little bit, but it doesn't need to be, you know, balls to the wall, gut-busting type exercise to get some benefit from it. Just exercise and move more and get out there and do something that's going to, you know, again, you might not enjoy first off the bat, but something that you you know, can enjoy yourself or see yourself enjoying uh, in the future. I, I can't hamper on it enough. And I know I'm biased because I'm an exercise physiologist and exercise is part of my life and part of what I do and part of what I've always helped people include more of in their life. But there's nothing out there and no one saying that adding more exercise into your life is a bad thing. And so please just add more exercise. And as a follow-up, and that's number five, number six and a follow-up to what I said in that last part Eat more fruits and vegetables, and minimise the amount of ultra processed foods you ate. This isn't to say that pizza, donuts, chips, lollies, and things like that are bad, but they are more if they are more common in your diet than fruits and vegetables, uh, and foods that are far less processed. Then you need to make a change. You know, if you if you are feeling shitty, run down, and tired, and I hate the I've I've used it in the past, but I hate that I have. But let's compare ourselves to cars. If you're going to fill yourself up with shitty fuel, that car's going to run bad. If you're not going to maintain it well and not take it to the uh, mechanic every year and make sure the oil's changed, the uh, the air filter and the nuts and bolts are tightened and all of those things, the car's going to fall apart. You're exactly the same. You need to fuel yourself well. You need to maintain yourself well to make sure that you're running as best as you can and feeling and operating and performing as best as you can each day. And the way you're gonna do that is eat foods that are really high in nutritional value fruits, vegetables, foods that are high in protein, you know, your protein meats, chicken, fish, beef, whatever they may be. If you're vegetarian, then looking to your tofus and tempeh and edamame and all those different things as well. But having more fruits and vegetables into your life, having foods that are really high in nutrient value. And minimizing, again, you don't have to eliminate, but minimizing or reducing those ultra-processed foods. I'm just like all of you. I love my pizza. I love my donuts, lollies, chips, chocolate, all of those things. But if they're becoming much more common in your diet and you're having far less fruits and vegetables in your diet, then you need to make a switch. And I promise you that by doing that, you will start to feel better and not wake up and feel shitty every day. And it goes hand in hand with all the other five that I've said before it, that if you minimize and eliminate social media or at least unfollow those people and accounts that make you feel shitty or take energy away from you, if you start moving more and get more steps into your life, if you can reduce the amount of caffeine or eliminate the caffeine, if you can start doing something in nature more often, if you can add more exercise into your life, again, whatever that exercise might be, and if you can have more fruits and vegetables You will not feel so shitty every day and you will very quickly, this will turn around real quick. And when I'm talking quick, within a couple of weeks, you start doing a lot of these things and I promise you that just the act of, okay, I'm going to start doing something. You know, Adam put out six, I'm going to reduce and eliminate some of the things I do on social media and I'm going to start doing more steps and get into nature a bit more. The other things I worry about when I get to them. Just those three things there, or whatever way you go about it, just the fact that you're doing something, you'll instantly feel better anyway. But doing that and being consistent with that over time, promise you that in a couple of weeks' time, you'll feel better. In a couple of months' time, you'll feel even better again. In a couple of years' time, you'll feel amazing, and you'll have you know, energy field and energy abundance as you wake up each day. And it won't be that uh, every day. That's not to say you're not going to have shitty days. You're going to wake up and just like, you know what, I can't be bothered today. That's going to happen. It will, no matter how um, great you are with your health and well-being. Even the fittest people that you know, the fittest people you follow on social media, they have days where they wake up and they go, I can't be bothered today. I just feel like shit and I'm going to stay in bed. All of them. I don't care who you follow and what they say. They all have days like that. But they have far less of them because of what they do and how they act each day. And if you can make these changes and implement them into your life and be consistent with implementing them into your life, I promise you that you'll start feeling better. And I hope that this podcast is that first day of you not feeling so shitty every day and starting to feel more positive, more energy filled each day. And so as always, guys, I really hope you enjoy the podcast. I look forward to being back next week, talking to you again about whatever topic we're talking about. But as always, if you can like and share and subscribe and do all those things, it would really mean the world to me. But um, I love you all. Take care. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.